ശ്രവണം മനനം നിധിധ്യാസനം ലിസൺ റിഫ്ലക്ട് ആൻഡ് അബ്സോർബ് ഡിയർ ലിസ്ണേഴ്സ് സായിറാം ആൻഡ് വെൽക്കം ടു അവർ റേഡിയോ സീരീസ് ഇൻ വിച്ച് എ ഡിവൈൻ ഡിസ്കോസ് ഡെലിവേർഡ് ബൈ ഭഗവാൻ ഇസ് പ്ലേഡ് ഇൻ സ്മോൾ പാർട്സ് ആൻഡ് ഫോളോയിങ് ഈച്ച് പാർട്ട് a short discussion is undertaken to reflect on the message this is a part of radio sai's thursday live hosted by sai prakash and prem every thursday at 7:30 pm only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony today's episode was first broadcast live on 15th august 2013 the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played in this episode are a continuation from the discourse delivered on 23rd may 1990 dear listeners as always this is prem from team radio side joined by but sai prakash welcoming you to this segment which is based completely on bhagwan's discourses so before all else we offer a most humble and loving pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet and we pray that he inspires the words that we speak today sai ram sai prakash sai ram prem this has been a wonderful discourse that we are going through road to divinity right and uh, as we discussed last time mm mm-hmm. Swami is using every possible means to drive home the point that he wants to. You know, um, Swami gives us concepts, teaches us how we should approach and how we should understand the various complicated, quote-unquote, complicated concepts in spirituality. Right. But um, when he actually links it to our day-to-day life, like the last discourse when he actually linked it to how we should sleep how we should eat how we should walk how we should talk i mean that really sets uh, swami apart because on one hand you have the highest philosophy and on the other hand you have its absolute practical implications and how it should inspire every activity of your daily life and especially the last two paragraphs that we did in the last episode swami has given such clear instructions for youth as well how they should conduct in daily life you know if you just uh, look at it in a broader sense if you see any ritual which is being done as part of any religious activity spiritual activity mm-hmm. there is little connection between what is done physically and what it would in the mental uh, frame okay there's no direct correlation but somehow you know it requires a physical manifestation mm-hmm. for you to benefit from that thought or for you to keep yourself focused on that thought okay. a simple thing like when you're doing archana mm-hmm. you do that thing of offering uh, taking some flowers and you say something and you offer mm. actually that act does not mean anything mm. when that flowers which you put for swami you know it's not that mm. if you don't do that the prayer that you utter doesn't reach him yeah it doesn't matter mm. but there is that something physical which has to be done true for you to gain that mental concentration i think it's also more of um, um making sure that every part of you is involved in the worship because doing something physically is important no doubt uh, because it keeps your hands and possibly your lips busy chanting the name of the lord more important or equally important i would say is the mental state and uh, in one of these discourses he said if you are sitting for meditation your mind is on the dobi <laughs> or something to that effect at this point you know there is um, something what which i heard mm-hmm. which i'm i'm not sure how true it is or how you know valid it is but some of the sages and saints they do something called a manasika puja they don't actually sit and do an archanam or they don't sit and do an abhishekam they just do it in their mental state mm-hmm. and um, they say that that is much more powerful than actually physically doing it mm-hmm. you know it all comes back to the same hierarchy that we are talking about how swami says atma the mind the senses and then the body right so the atma is a subtlest and it should control the rest taking this example if somebody is physically doing an archana or an abhishekam if somebody is doing it with his mind offering his mind and his thoughts 
possibly that's that's why it becomes more powerful right and you know that's the thing even if you're doing anything uh, ritualistically physically mm-hmm. the idea is you know that it helps you you know that it helps you focus your mind mm-hmm. but at the same time you know that this is only a physical outward manifestation and this is not what is supposed to be done what no, is supposed well, to be done is in the mental level if you are aware of that that's good right but many people just leave out that part as i say i have chanted uh, ram namam these many lakhs of times these many <laughs> no that's the uh, simplest thing which i always used to think if you look at it from how we learn chemistry like suppose you're doing a reaction with water mhm we label water as h2o okay if you see physically no mm-hmm. molecule of uh water is going to either look like the h that you write the 2 that you write or o you write correct you know that this is a representation of what is and this correct. representation helps me understand the nature of the substance correct okay so even every time you write h2o mm. back of your mind you know that there is nothing in this which looks like h or 2 or o you know but i'm just representing it and it helps me understand it's a pointer it's a pointer in fact in prem vahini that beautiful example swami gives he says the panchangam only gives you the information that there is going to be rain <laughs> okay <laughs> on this day and this could be a rainy season it gives you an indication just by taking the panchangam the calendar and then crushing it you will not get a single drop of rain water so similarly he says similar is the case with vedas and shastras these are only pointers to god so just because you have mastered the vedas and the shastras you are not going to attain god so unless you go into the meaning and understand the spirit of it and do it i think it just becomes a mechanical right absolutely so that's what if you look at the discourse which swami has been giving now the clips which he played swami is helping us handle this in different levels swami is explaining to us what he wants that mental process which should be there when you control the senses and if you're controlling the senses if you're not able to think of it you know in that subtle level how can it manifest itself in action in action that's true how you walk how you sleep how you speak to people how i mean how you converse with others so swami little is putting it for all categories of people whichever subtler level you are in correct so it's basically uh, you can approach it <laughs> from two sides right. suppose you are mentally convinced and you know exactly uh, the philosophy behind controlling your senses for example then automatically your looks will be restrained your way of walking talking will be restrained but the other approach is you can start this way by restraining your walk by restraining your talk by restraining your sight you will ultimately lead to control of senses if you look at it you know you can take an example of an army officer mhm an army officer will you can see the discipline in him yeah. you know the way they talk the, the way they carry themselves the way they lead their life mm. but to become that you need to go through that training to become an army officer very true which consists of the same things which he actually expresses spontaneously correct you go through the training to do that that's and true you're forced to do that and then you reach a state where it's a spontaneous you the discipline becomes spontaneous correct so from all these things which army is telling you how to control the tongue mm-hmm. and uh, the importance of speaking softly speaking the truth importance of having equanimity mm-hmm. it's all you know as you said both ways from mm-hmm. actions to that spirit correct or keeping that spirit ever in the mind and trying to modify your actions accordingly correct that link is so important and swami uh, bridges that gap if you are just told you join swami school and then you say you know you're you're supposed to get up in the morning you're supposed to do this you're supposed to do that possibly you can't explain everything to children so it becomes a habit it becomes a part of their daily schedule but then when you start growing up and you do you're not under compulsion to do it or it's not um, you know you have a choice but then you actually choose to do it because you understand the importance of it that's how it gets inculcated i suppose like, you know so many devotees who used to come in the early 60s mm-hmm. they would say when they come here the idea is to get as much of swami as possible physically correct so when they came here and they saw that swami gets up at 4 o'clock hmm so he said if swami gets up at 4 o'clock then we also should get up at 4 o'clock <laughs> that's true so that discipline came hmm. because of that desire to be up with swami very true <laughs> very true when they went back the thought that you know swami will be awake at 4 o'clock hmm. so even though they were not physically in prashantinilyam they started following whatever swami was following in his life correct. you know the same timings for food and the way swami would come out 
and uh, I, I remember Mr. Popert was telling us how one of the sadhanas which they did was mm-hmm. at the time when Swami would give darshan here, mm. they would sit and think about Swami at, the, oh. at that moment, you know, according okay. to the Indian standard time there. Oh, okay. Or they would decide a certain time and they would just send a message to each mm. other in the group mm. saying that right now think of Swami. So wherever they are, they might be in a bus, they might be traveling on a, a flight, they might be in a game, mm. but they would stop and think about Swami. Amazing. <laughs> so should we go to the next yeah, clip? Yeah, I, I think, think we, we have last two clips okay. of this discourse. Mm-hmm. And let's listen to the second last clip of this discourse. <laughs> That is why students should observe certain Whatever you want to achieve with physical body, even if you want to follow spiritual path, physical body Even if you want to enter to achieve the four goals of life, Body is impermanent. For the purpose of achieving certain things in life, the body must be protected and taken care of well. We wear slippers and walk. We take the slippers into hand if you have to cross a river. Why should you take the slippers into hand? What is the need for it? In order to protect your own feet, you have to take the slippers into Although slippers are not valuable things, if you want to really use them properly, you may have to show that type of respect by such a method you can save yourself from sadness. And the ninth day in Mahabharata war, Bhishma took a vow. By the end of tomorrow, I am going to destroy Pandavas. Draupadi heard this news. She cried profusely. Krishna, you have protected us so far. Can you not extend your protection today? Bhishma's vow can never become a lie. He is the one who is adhered to truth. His word can never go wrong. At the end of my husband's is coming. I have none else who can give me protection excepting you she held the lotus feet of Krishna firmly. Krishna said, Amma, what Well, Amma, for whatever you want to achieve, certain things will have to be done carefully. In this world, there may be need for using Certain strategy, if we have to really achieve certain things, we may have to do things which are not normally not We should not have any kind of difference and idea whether we should do this or not under certain circumstances. Follow my word. Krishna. Draupadi told Krishna, I'll always obey, obey you as I have done in the past. I would never disobey you, Krishna, even at the cost of my life. It was 10 o'clock in the night. Pandavas were resting in their tents and Kauravas in theirs. 
Bhishma had a separate tent for himself. Ye do, aavesham cheta, aayak paristhri andu, mahata matram annade kani, tiri tanlotanu chala baja padpunnaadu. Satya dharma sarupune yi pandavudu. Satya vratune yi pandavudu. Anyayamga virin yeritika nina samarin chali. Is nyayam kaadi. Nyayam kaadi. Is nene cherayan pari cheshtunnaane. And tanlotanu chala baja padpunnaadu. Under the fit of anger and swayed by anger, he vowed that he would kill Pandavas. But he began repenting, how can I kill such people who are noble, who are virtuous, who follow righteousness? And that was his state of mind at that time. He did not even... He was not getting sleep. He did not get sleep. నా మాటను ఏరీతిగా నేను దక్కించాలి నా మాటను ఏరీతిగా నేను నిలబెట్టుకోవాలి అని విచారం చేస్తూ తిరుగుతూ ఉన్నాడు హీ వాజ్ వెరీ మచ్ వరీ మూవింగ్ అబౌట్ ఫ్రమ్ వన్ ఎండ్ ఆఫ్ ద టెన్ టు ది అదర్ ఎండ్ నాట్ బీయింగ్ ఏబుల్ టు డిసైడ్ వాట్ టు డూ హౌ టు ఫుల్ఫిల్ హిజ్ ఓన్ బౌ అట్ ద సేమ్ టైమ్ సేవ్ పాండవాస్ ఇలా నాటక సూత్రధారి అయినటువంటి భగవంతుడు ఎన్ని ఇత్తులు చేతనైనప్పుడు కష్టంలో తప్పించవచ్చు గాడ్ హూ ఈస్ ఆల్ పవర్ఫుల్ కెన్ సేవ్ ఎనీ పర్టికులర్ సిచ్యువేషన్ ద్రౌపదికి చెప్పాడు అమ్మా ఈ పరిస్థితులు ఎందు నేను నీవు ఇరువురు కలిసిపోతుంటే లోకులో కాకులు వెల్ మాదర్ హీ టోల్ ద్రౌపది అమ్మా వెన్ వీఆర్ గోయింగ్ టుగెదర్ పీపుల్ ఆర్ లైక్ క్రోస్ దే మే టాక్ ఇల్ అస్ వెన్ వీఆర్ గోయింగ్ ఇన్ దిస్ లేక ముందుగా బయలుదేరి వెళ్ళు యు గో భీష్మాచారుని యొక్క టెంట్ దట్ ఈస్ ది టెంట్ ఆఫ్ భీష్మ నేను వెనకల వస్తాను అన్నాడు ఐ విల్ ఫాలో యూ బిహైండ్ ఈమె ఆ కాలం లోపల రాజకుమార్తెల యొక్క చెప్పులు చాలా శబ్దంతో ఉండేటువంటివి ద ఫుట్ వేర్ వోర్న్ బై ది ప్రిన్సెస్ డ్యూరింగ్ దోస్ డేస్ యూస్ టు ప్రొడ్యూస్ ఎ పర్టికులర్ టైప్ ఆఫ్ సౌండ్ కనుక ఈమె వేసుకున్నటువంటి చెప్పులు చాలా కిర్ కిర్ అని శబ్దం ఇచ్చేటువంటివి ఇట్ యూస్ టు ప్రొడ్యూస్ క్రీకింగ్ సౌండ్ వెన్ ద్రౌపది వాజ్ వేరింగ్ చెప్పల్స్ నిలిపాడు ద్రౌపది నీవు ఈ సమయం లోపల నీవు ఈ విధమైనటువంటి ఒక చెప్పులు వేసుకుని పోవడానికి వీలు కాదు కృష్ణ స్టాప్ ద్రౌపది అండ్ సెట్ ద్రౌపది దిస్ కైండ్ కృష్ణుడు తన అంగవస్త్రంలో చుట్టుకున్నాడు సంకలో పెట్టుకున్నాడు హీ ఫోల్డెడ్ దోస్ స్లీపర్స్ ఇన్ టు హిస్ హ్యాంకీ అండ్ భీష్ముడు తలవంచుకొని తిరుగుతున్నాడు యోచిస్తూ నీవు సర్రని వెళ్ళి అతని కాదాల పైన పడు Bhishma was moving about in his tent, bending his head, go and fall at his feet without giving even a moment's time. You also shake your hands and let him hear the bangles sound. She ran into the tent. fell at the feet of Bhishma, producing the sound from her bangles. ఈమె ఎవరు సుమంగళనుకొని దీర్ఘ సుమంగళీభవా అని ఆశీర్వదించాడు భీష్మా వాజ్ ఇన్ హిజ్ ఓన్ థింకింగ్ నాట్ నోయింగ్ హూ ఇట్ వాజ్ హీ బ్లస్ హర్ దీర్ఘ సుమంగళీభవా తక్షణమే ఈమె ఆనందించి పితామహా నేను దానిని కోరే వచ్చాను అండ్ షీ గాటప్ అండ్ సెట్ వెల్ గ్రాండ్ ఫాదర్ ఐ కమ్ ఓన్లీ సీకింగ్ దట్ ఫ్రమ్ యూ ఈ విధంగా వారి సంభాషణ సెలుపుతున్నప్పుడు ఈ యుక్తిని ఎవరు పన్నారు నిన్ను ఎవరికి తీసుకుని వచ్చారు ఎవరు ఈ మార్గాన్ని నీకు చూపించారు అని ప్రశ్నిస్తూ వస్తున్నాడు ఈ భీష్ముడు భీష్మా క్వశ్చన్ ద్రౌపది హూ ఈస్ ఇట్ దట్ ప్రాంటెడ్ యూ టు డూ దిస్ పర్టికులర్ థింగ్ హూ ఈస్ దట్ స్ట్రాటజిస్ట్ హూ సెంట్ యూ లైక్ దిస్ భీష్ముని యొక్క వాక్ తప్పదు భీష్మాస్ వర్డ్ కెన్ నెవర్ గో రాంగ్ అతని గాంగేయుడిగా ఉండి ఈ విధమైనటువంటి ప్రతిజ్ఞ లోపల సరైనటువంటి ఒక సత్యస్వరూపుడుగా ఉండటం చేత అతని ప్రతిజ్ఞలు అన్ని కూడా నెరవేరుతూ ఉంటాయి all the vows which bhishma had taken had to get fulfilled automatically because of his own power konta sep ayyatapudu krishna ni praveshinchadu in a short while krishna entered the tent krishna idi neevu cheerpinatundi vijayoga undundu kanuka idantha nee plan ga ne untundadani hacharinchadu bhishmudu bhishma told krishna it looks as though kaani oka center ni kodanu santoshame the center thing is your strategy bhishma was also happy with it ఈ పాండవులు రక్షించడానికి ఇది ఒక మార్గం అయిపోయిందని ఆనందించాడు ఆకలి కొంతవరకు గుర్తుకొచ్చింది 
then he remembered that he was hungry chinta undinanta varakunu aakali ye maatram manaku teliyadu until one is worried one would not be aware of this hunger dukkam undinatunte vaadu vindulu aaraginchadu a person who is sad will not also remember his hunger ee dukkam nivarana ayyetappadiki aakali athaniki kanipinchindi the moment he was free from that sorrow he felt hungry krishna em nee chankalo undinatunte ani adigadu bhishma asked krishna well what is it that you are carrying in your hand as slippers kinda vechadu idi dropati veeni he put the slippers krishna put the slippers down telling that these belong to draupadi ee bhishma yokka kantidharalu chaala veeganga kaarthu vachayi bhishma began shedding tears profusely at this particular situation bhakta samrakshanakai nevu enni vidhakamaina enti yokka baadhala padtao idi kuda nu nee neelalo okati for the protection of devotees what extraordinary troubles you take o krishna ee cheya taginada cheya taganada anetunte vicharana kuda nenu neeku undadu you never think whether this is a thing which could be done by you or not when it comes to a matter of protecting your own devotees kanuka ee vidhamainatunte samayamlo em chese dantlo indri nigraham lopala oka hechu pallamlo anetunte emaatramu mana paatinchararu if one has sense control and equanimity of mind one would not bother parlaku upakaram chese atunte vishayam nandukani in doing something good for others parlanu sarinti margamlo pette nimittam kaani in order to keep people manu ennintine na tyagam cheyatam lopala manu siddhangane undali we must be prepared to sacrifice anything kaani aa yokka tyagam lopukunu sakramaina margane anusarinchali even while doing such sacrifice edo parangano moratagano manu pravartincharadu we should not behave in a crude fashion and hurt others sakramaina margam lopale ee yokka samskruti manaku alavadutundi only when you follow the proper path our culture this is a wonderful story and swami has narrated this a couple of times in some of his discourses of course every time it comes with a new interpretation and prem i just uh, you know i was not paying attention to the first few lines uh, i don't know if we can play that clip again the first two lines the context in which swami swami started the story okay we'll just play the uh, first few lines which before swami comes to the footwear yeah కనుకనే ఈ మానవుడు విద్యార్థి దశ ఎందుడినప్పుడు సరి అయినటువంటి స్థితిలో ఈ దేహాన్ని మనం పోషించుకోవాలి దట్ ఈస్ వై స్టూడెంట్ షుడ్ అబ్జర్వ్ సటన్ ఏ ఘన కార్యములను సాధించాలనుకున్నప్పుడు దేహం వల్లనే సాధించాలి వాట్ ఎవర్ యు వాంట్ టు అచీవ్ ది ఫిజికల్ బాడీ దైవానుగ్రహం పొందాలనుకున్నప్పుడు దేహం ఒక పనిముట్టు ఈవెన్ ఇఫ్ యు వాంట్ టు ఫాలో స్పిరిచువల్ పాత్ physical body dharmaatmaka mochamani andu praveshinchavalannu ee deham oka aadharamu even if you want to enter to achieve the four goals of life body is important mana karyarthamai ee dehanni sarinthi yokka sthitilo unchukovali for the purpose of achieving certain things in life the body must be protected and taken yes <laughs> now it's clear because i suddenly lost track of where how swami started the story right and um, now it's very clear he says that in order even to attain god's grace mm-hmm. you need to use the body in an effective way i mean uh, what i'm trying to see what swami is saying is although the body is the grossest compared to the atma right. you need to use it it has its own purpose and that's how he goes on to the footwear he says when you're crossing a river you would hold the footwear on your in your hands um because that makes it more convenient and you have to give it its respect uh when the time comes and because then you, you know you will need it after you cross the river <laughs> that's true so there'll be a marshy land similarly like this i think the first two discourses mm-hmm. were kind of uh, dwelling on this mm-hmm. uh, particular concept where swami was going on emphasizing that the body is impermanent mm-hmm. uh the body is unreal body is filled with uh, all the uh, unpleasant substances and all that true but every now and then some will come back and say but it is an instrument yes. so it has to be yes. taken care of yes and it again is a beautiful thing you know the the way swami connects it swami says it is unreal mm-hmm. but it's an instrument mm-hmm. it has to be taken care of but when taking care of it remember it's an instrument <laughs> yeah both the i mean this whole story is so amazing it also shows to what extent the lord goes for the sake of his devotees yes um, you know he is carrying her footwear and um, we see that uh, 
there are many incidents in swami's life where you know there's a very beautiful video and there's a small clip while i was editing uh, swami speaking to one of the vips okay. um, the way he's bending and speaking to him and the gentleman is not able to raise himself swami standing and you know is bending so much i was so moved actually when i saw that clip and there are many episodes in swami's life where you know he just goes out of his way with love to do even when i was listening to this i was also thinking of the same thing there's so many things which swami must have done and one thing which came to my mind was you know what uh, one of our lecturers had told mm-hmm. when he was a balvika student okay this was something like the early 60s okay uh, when he had come as part of the group they were supposed to put up a drama in front of swami in the pulachandra and uh, i think there was some confusion before the drama they were preparing for the drama and suddenly he found that all balvikas teachers had left mm-hmm. and he was one of the characters in the drama and he had not uh, he had not yet been dressed okay for his role mm. so being a small boy about 8 or 7 or 8 years mm. he was standing there i think in the green room and crying mm. And just then, Swami had come backstage to see if everything was ready. Hmm. And this boy alone was there, hmm. crying <laughs> that he was left because I think the Balukas teachers might have gone to offer a card to Swami or whatever, whatever hmm. situation. I don't know. Hmm. So Swami said, "Hey, boy, why are you crying?" And he said, "No, Swami, I am there in the drama. I have not yet been dressed." <laughs> Swami said, "No, no problem. I'll help you. Tell me what is which is your costume." And Swami helped him dress up. Oh, amazing! Imagine that drama which was being offered to him. <laughs> They've come all the way from their hometowns to offer the drama to him, and Swami is yeah. here dressing up one character in the drama. How Swami, amazing! Just to pacify him because he mm. was feeling so lost just that trepidation of we shouldn't delay something mm. which is being offered to swami we're putting this up in front of swami which it shouldn't be and here is swami himself coming backstage how amazing and uh, that absolute um, he stretches himself goes to any extent to the famous incident of how he goes and actually thanks the buffaloes that were carrying water uh, when he was in a hill station in uti i think uh, as he he start car started then he said no i have to go and thank <laughs> i think he made it calls them vips if i'm not mistaken okay and then he goes and then he thanks the pats the buffaloes and tells them um, so really he's done it you know this incident has been narrated many times uh, on radio but it again comes from my mind when in the year 1999 swami had this narayan seva Mm-hmm. um in kodekanal ashram sai shruti okay. and swami gave uh, there was uh, prasadam distribution and uh, blankets were given to all the poor people swami would call them narayanas so so blankets were given and clothes were also given and then swami looked at the organizers and swami asked see you are giving blankets to those who have come here what about people who cannot come here <laughs> and um, the organizers were totally taken aback because uh, they had not thought of it so swami uh, after the narayan seva was completed swami actually loaded the blankets in his own vehicle in a jeep behind his car and then as he was going lane by lane in kodaikanal swami said stop and go and give the blanket to that person then proceed so he actually went to each lane and then gave the blankets to these people and another beautiful incident you know whenever i see that we've heard mrs geeta mohanram narrate a lot of incidents she narrates two incidents very fondly mm-hmm. you know she says these incidents change my change the way i look at swami mm-hmm. because till then swami was god mm-hmm. but i didn't i didn't uh, notice that love aspect of swami as much as i did after i saw these two incidents mm-hmm. and one of those incidents is how swami took care of a old lady Mm-hmm. who used to serve swami by getting water from chitravati for him for his bath okay uh, an elderly lady by name konama she mm. didn't have anything mm. and swami had employed her just to take care of her she used to go to swami's kitchen and wash the vessels mm. after every dining session and she would bring water at 334 in the morning and fill the tank which would be the water would be heated and used for swami's bath mm. and she apparently was suffering from appendicitis once Okay. So Swami asked uh, Padmanabhan, mm. Mrs. Geeta Mohan Ram's father, to take her to Bangalore and get her admitted in a hospital. Mm. And even as they were driving out of Prashanti Nilayam, Swami mm. came out running and he said, "I don't think she is going to make it. Mm. She is very serious. Mm. So I'll come along with you. Bah. Okay, because she needs mm. that moral support. Mm. So Swami came along, mm. you know, with this lady mm. just to give her that moral support. Takes oh, her to a hospital in Bangalore mm. clinic, actually." Uh, mm. private surgeon mm. admits her there and tells him that see this is the problem mm. 
you have to get a operate upon her hmm. so then uh, that doctor says swami it's a saturday evening hmm. and i don't have a assistant or an anesthesiologist hmm. swami says no, don't worry about that hmm. i will give a vibhuti that is enough you perform the surgery <laughs> okay. and he does the surgery hmm. and just outside the room hmm. where the surgery is happening hmm. there is this you know the benches which are there in the in hospitals and all correct that. okay there swami is sitting Mrs. Hmm. Geeta Mundram, a little girl then, hmm. and Padmanabhan, and they're sitting there for over two hours. Hmm. Then uh, Doctor Padmanabhan very politely tells Swami that Swami, why don't we go home? Hmm. She'll be all right. We'll come hmm. in the morning and see her. Hmm. And Swami said, No, 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 I cannot leave and go hmm. because when she opens her eyes, hmm. she would like to see me. Wow, amazing! So Swami sat there till hmm. her surgery was over and till hmm. she came out of her hmm. uh, unconscious state. Hmm. And when she opened her eyes, hmm. Swami was there by her bedside. <laughs> and she broke into tears because mm. swami was there not only mm. did he travel all the way but he was sitting outside just for so that she can see him <laughs> and uh, she said swami you've done so much for me mm. first thing swami said was inti mm. konamai you've done so much for me mm. this is the least i should do for you every morning you have got mm. water for me for so many years mm. this is the least i can do for you <laughs> again it goes back to the same statement god does not need anything from anybody he gives opportunities absolutely that's all <laughs> same episode where krishna thinks akshayam for draupadi sari did she do anything <laughs> she had cut her sari and then and you know whenever uh, you listen to this story of krishna coming to the rescue of the pandavas mm-hmm. in many situations uh, you know where duryodhana in the end tries to become invincible mm-hmm. and how krishna comes in okay. and uh, when karna goes on a rampage how krishna comes in and saves the day somebody once when we were discussing about this mm-hmm. we were thinking what would have been duryodhana's plight when he was going through all this at every such situation he would have mm. kicked himself for making the choice of choosing that army, army. over krishna <laughs> one choice <laughs> one wrong choice and then <laughs> at every situation you know in mm. another place where swami narrates this incident mm. swami says the moment he sees that it is draupadi mm. whom he is blessed with dirga sumangali baba bishma says where is krishna because mm. the moment he sees this, he knows that krishna must have been the person behind this how beautifully play. swami says that yukti, yukti how to get things done you need that yukti to see um, bishma's vow is a vow of truth but then when uh, this happens that is forgotten and this is uh, this takes precedence so it's really uh, amazing how krishna turns the situation and he has done that on several occasions that's only pure love to save his devotees that's it sometimes you know when swami is narrating something like this you feel that some sentences may be meant for certain people in the audience you know mm. it might really strike a chord because when swami is telling here mm. swami just has to introduce this idea that krishna is having something under his arm Mm-mm. and uh, bishma is asking <laughs> for it but bringing in this concept that when you're worried correct you will not you, feel hunger 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 or sleep that's true i'm sure it must have meant something for somebody in the audience that's true it meant a lot to me as well but um, another point there is what i was trying to say is what he spoke in anger he really didn't mean it mm. because on in retrospect he was really uh, you know regretting saying the taking that oath so that's possibly the reason how krishna kind of changed it and made him say a counter uh, you know there's a, another story which one swami had told it's not very oft repeated like this one mm-hmm. it seems that uh, another situation in the uh, the battle bishma takes a vow mm-hmm. that he will kill the pandavas mm. it's the same situation where you know duryodhana and his brothers come and uh, talk very low about bishma and say you're mm. you're being a traitor to the army and all mm. that So in that anger it seems Bhishma picks up five arrows hmm. and he says these five arrows will hmm. take the life of each one of the Pandavas hmm. okay and Duryodhana says that I don't trust you hmm. you know you can do it but I don't trust you so you give me those five arrows hmm. because the, he knows the power of the word of Bhishma hmm. those five arrows will take the life hmm. okay so he says you give me those five arrows I will hmm. give it to you in the battle tomorrow hmm. Oh is it okay. I have not heard this story Yeah this is shared by uh, one of the mm-hmm. one of the students mm-hmm. Duryodhana mm-hmm. takes those five arrows mm-hmm. and he puts it under his bed mm-hmm. okay and he decides to take it only the next day and give it to Bhishma mm-hmm. So that time it seems mm-hmm. Krishna comes to Arjuna mm-hmm. 
and reminds him of one situation mm. where Duryodhana gets into a problem mm. with some yakshas yeah. where Arjuna goes and helps him correct so you know in spite of being an evil person and all that mm. the level of morality in society was so high i think even there mm. that duryodhana says that you have saved my life mm. so i give you one boon mm. to arjuna mm. that at one point you ask me if i need i will not refuse krishna goes and wakes up arjuna and says hey you remember this thing happened <laughs> duryodhana owes you a boon uh-huh. you go and ask him for those five arrows oh, okay <laughs> you know another situation where duryodhana would have thought how <laughs> <laughs> silly of me to choose that narayani sena <laughs> there is a very interesting point that it leads to he says that uh, when you are worried and when you are you forget food and sleep also you know in the discourses that came before this swami was speaking about sattvic food and he was speaking about how food influences and how food guides your thoughts and how it's the main reason you know talking of bhishma and talking of the same context um, there is this situation where bhishma is on the bed of arrows and um, the war is completed and the war is over and then um, all the pandavas actually go on krishna's advice and meet bhishma right and uh, to take that is a shanti parva i suppose where he gives guidance to the pandavas now uh, swami narrates a story where when bhishma is speaking draupadi again laughs right and um, um, then uh, the pandavas are a bit taken aback because uh, <laughs> there's a why is she behaving in this way but bhishma knew that draupadi will never do an action without uh, proper reason and he asks her why did you laugh then she says see all these years you had so much time you could have happily advised the pandavas and all these years you never did anything and you were happily staying with uh, the kauravas now after everything is over uh, why do you and she also says that i mean you were the one who were there when that i was exactly. being uh, yeah humiliated. humiliated and then uh, you didn't speak out then then um, <laughs> bhishma says there are two things i would like to say this is a message for the kaliyuga that um, since i was with the kauravas i was eating that food so my thoughts that dharma was suppressed inside me dharma was inside now due to sleeping on this bed of arrows all the bad blood has flown out has come out and uh, dharma which was inside is coming to the surface again and so i'm able to speak about it my god <laughs> uh, he says that and then so that's how important food is and company of course and um, so he says um, this is a lesson that this is a lesson for the people of kali yuga <laughs> so, in fact i think this uh, story is not yet over in the sense swami is going to draw some more inferences from the story oh, okay. in the so, next clip so we we'll listen to that where swami continues to explain this clip the story ఈ విధంగా ప్రాచీన కాలం నుంచి భారతదేశం నందున్నటువంటి ఒక వేద శాస్త్ర ఇతిహాస పురాణముల యొక్క ప్రమాణమును విద్యార్థులు గుర్తించినప్పుడు ఈ విధమైనటువంటి సరైన మార్గం తప్పక మీరు అనుసరించారు when the students recognize the sacred aspects of our own epics our own uh, culture then they would be able to take the ఇలాంటి విద్యార్థులకు శాస్త్రం అంటే ఏమిటో పారాయణం అంటే ఏమిటో రామాయణం అంటే ఏమిటో ఏమి తెలియదు today students do not know what scriptures are what our epics are what our real history is bharatiya maharshulandaru kudanu ilanti pavitramaina margamu anusarinchatam cheyatane variki edipyamanamaina yokka tejasthu varu chiranjeevuluga konni gauravam mariyadalu nilpukogaligaru the ancient ones enjoyed a longevity of life and all the splendor because they followed the right path and they studied the scriptures atti maharshulu yokka sampradayanga ee vidyarthulu roopandali students should follow the path laid down by these vari dharmamulaku varasulaga meer roopandali you should really become the inheritors of the culture appude tirigi mana bharat desham prachina sanskrutini manam uddharinchinatundi varam avtam then only our indian culture will shine laukika vidyalato paatu prachina sanskrutini kodanu manam taginatundi margamlo anubhavinchali we should also develop along with this only education the real indian culture culture and spiritual and pettustunnaru we are we have said it is with reference to culture and spirituality kani na uddeshamu spirituality yokka essence culture in my own view 
the essence of spirituality is culture. culture We cannot divide culture and spirituality as two different things. Our culture is the very essence of the entire spirituality. The culture has come from Samskrutam. This Samskrutam has come from the life itself. And that Samskara is spirituality. All the culture has emanated from spirituality. There is only one thing which follows And that is truth and that is truth. The cultures of all countries is based upon spirituality only. Just as all sweets are prepared out of sugar, whatever may be the difference in the name and form, similarly, whatever may be the cultures of various countries, they have all come from the spirituality only and the basis is spirituality. It is not proper to divide culture from spirituality as a whole entity. If you concentrate on spirituality, culture is important. When you say physical body, what do you mean by that? Kannu, mukku, loru, karu, chavu, kadupu, chala, anni chernetvintide idu kseriram kani. When you say physical body, eyes, ears, nose, hands, legs, everything. Each limb cannot be a body in itself. Kanaku mana yuk seriram e anni angamlo to kudretvinte seriram e idu visham. Just as our body has different limbs, this world also has different countries. This entire Vishwam, the world, is, is the form of Vishnu itself. Everything is within us. Dividing something as worldly and something as spiritual is also not the Integrating worldly life with spiritual life alone has brought about You take a seed, it has two blades. When these two blades are intact and when it is seed, it If you remove that into two parts, then it is not possible to on these two blades, there is need for husk. Then only it is possible to raise any crop. That alone is real culture. It is not possible for one to remain without the other. There there is unity running through all these diverse cultures, whether it's Bharatiya. People without broad mindedness have divided this into this is my culture, this is your culture. Narrow-mindedness is expressed when you call and divide this as Hindu religion, Christian religion, Islamic religion, and so on. religion, religion, When you say religion, it is not something different. Realize is religion. Realize, religion. Realize itself is religion. If one has realized one is following religion, there is nothing like different religions at all. There is only one realization. There is a need for bringing about a correct harmony between many things.
there is mutual relationship between body and శరీరము శరీరము లేని ఇంద్రియము ఉండుటకు వీలు కాదు there cannot be body without senses అదే విధంగానే మనసుకు ఇంద్రియములకు శరీరములకు కూడాను సన్నిధి సంబంధ బాంధవ్యం ఉంటుంది in the same way there is relationship between mind sense organs అదే విధంగానే తిరిగి బుద్ధి మనసు ఇంద్రియము దేహము కూడాను సన్నిధి సంబంధ బాంధవ్యం ఉంటుంది in the same way there is mutual relationship between the intelligence mind ఒక చిన్న ఉదాహరణ one small example krishnudu dhritarashtra daggariki rayabharanga velladu krishna went to dhritarashtra as a messenger dhritarashtra prashninchadu krishna pandavulu kauravulu annadamulu biddale krishna told dhritarashtra dhritarashtra told krishna well pandavas and kauravas are only brothers cousins new pandavulu paini inta preeti enduku kauravulu paini maatram enduku choopakodadu why do you show so much of love on pandavas alone why not on kauravas bhagavantudeni neeke itti bedam undavachuna you are god can god have such kind of partiality dhritarashtra neevu kevalam bhautikamaina andhude kaadu nanaanthudu kuda nu neevu annadu krishna told you are not merely physically blind you are also spiritually blind he said ikkada pandavulaku naaku undinatti sanniki sambandha bandhavini neeku cheptunnanu i will tell you the type of relationship that exists between myself and pandavas yavaru nannu aashrayistharo whoever takes shelter under me yavaru nannu sarinti margamlo ennukuntaro whoever have just chosen me yavaru naaku saranagati avtaado whoever surrenders to me varu nenu aadarinchaka tappadu i will have to extend protection to them anduvalli okaloka samayalo naradudu kuda adigadu narayana నీవు ఎక్కడ ఉంటావో నాకు తెలియదు నీకు బ్రాంచ్ ఆఫీసులు చాలా ఉంటున్నాయి కానీ సరైన అడ్రస్ నాకు ఇవ్వమని చెప్పిన కోరాడు నారద ఆస్క్ నారాయణ వన్స్ అపన్ ఏ టైమ్ ప్లీజ్ లెట్ మీ నో వేర్ యు స్టే యు స్టే ఇన్ సో మెనీ ప్లేసెస్ విచ్ మేబీ కాల్ బ్రాంచ్ ఆఫీస్ అన్నాడు కృష్ణుడు కృష్ణ టోల్ దిస్ ఇస్ భక్త యత్ర గాయంతి తత్ర తిష్టావి నారద ఎవరు వారి హృదయమునందు నన్ను పరిపూర్ణమైనటువంటి ప్రేమతో చింతిస్తుంటారో అక్కడే నేను శాశ్వతంగా ఉంటాను ఇది బ్రాంచ్ ఆఫీస్ కాదు ఇది కేవలం హెడ్ ఆఫీసే అన్నాడు కృష్ణ టోల్డ్ నారద నారద విచ్ ఎవర్ డివోటీ ఇన్ హిస్ హార్ట్ విత్ టోటల్ డివోషన్ థింగ్స్ ఆఫ్ మీ అండ్ సింగ్స్ మీ దేర్ ఐ గెట్ ఎస్టాబ్లిష్ దిస్ ఈజ్ మై రియల్ అడ్రస్ పాండవులకు నాకు ఉండినటువంటి సంబంధం నీకు చెప్తున్నాను వినమన్నాడు the type of relationship between pandavas and me let me tell you idi deham this is the physical body ikkada rendu kaalu unnai there are two legs kadupu okati untundadi there is a stomach bhujamulu rendu untunnai there are two shoulders okati untundadi there is one head ee anninti oka cherikine deeniki oka deham with all these things it can be called a body kanuka dharmajudu sirasu vanti vaadu dharmaja is like my head arjunudu bhujamulu vanti vaadu arjuna may be compared to my భీముడు కడుపు వంటి వాడు భీమాధేవులు ఇంద్రియములు మనస్సు బుద్ధి ఈ అన్నింటితో పాటు చేరుకున్నటువంటిది ఆత్మ ఇన్ ద సేమ్ వే ఆత్మ ఇస్ అసోసియేటెడ్ విత్ ద ఫిజికల్ ఒక్క రూపము అండ్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ ఒకటే రూపమే దెర్ ఇస్ ఓన్లీ వన్ ఫార్మ్ ఏకదేహములో అనేక అంగములు ఉండినట్టుగా ఏక ప్రభువుక అనేక నామ్ అనేక రూపములు ధరిస్తూ ఉంటారు గాడ్ టేక్ డిఫరెంట్ ఫార్మ్స్ జస్ట్ యాజ్ డిఫరెంట్ బాడీస్ హావ్ డిఫరెంట్ నేమ్స్ కనుక మనము ఇంద్రియ విషయాలను దేహ సంబంధమైన విషయాలను కేవలం కొంతవరకు మాత్రమే గుర్తించుకున్నాము ఇంకా తదుపరి ఈ మనస్సుకు ఇంద్రియములకు బుద్ధికి మనస్సుకు ఇంద్రియములకు ఏ విధమైన సంబంధం ఉంది అన్నింటి ఎందుకు ఆత్మతత్వము ఏకధారగా అంతర్వాహినిగా ఏ విధంగా ప్రసరిస్తుంది అనేటువంటి విషయాన్ని ముందు తెలుసుకుందాం సంథింగ్ అబౌట్ ద బాడీ అండ్ సెన్స్ ఆర్గన్స్ later on we'll have to know the type of relationship that exists between the sense organs the mind and the intelligence and the soul which is like an undercurrent which activates all these things
I think that completes this discourse. That's the yeah. end of uh, the fifth discourse in that series. <laughs> so many points in this last segment. He begins with uh, the difference or the, uh, you know, the meaning, yeah. true meaning. Yeah. <laughs> Between culture and spirituality. And um, then that's, that's how Swami goes on from there. And Swami gives this hierarchy of Samskriti, which is culture. Mm-hmm. Swami says it comes from Samskritam or mm-hmm. refinement. Correct. And that refinement should be based on Adhyatmikam, which Correct. is spirituality. Mm. So we're saying, so they are inseparable in nature. True. Uh, he also says, uh, he talks about educate that has to come from within. Right. It has to come from the source. So I think um, that that is the true nature. Mm. You know, Swami, um, for character, as we saw in that Prema Vahini, right. Swami uses two uh, words. One is Swabhava and another is Guna. Guna. So, <laughs> Swabhava is your actual nature. I suppose Swami addresses people to that actual nature and what is your actual nature is... Uh, and And the manifestation of that... Uh, nature in your actions is gunas what you see as true, a person's true. character or habits or true then um, there is this meaning of Vishnu that Swami says um, Vishnu is all pervasive Vishnu itself is Vishwa plus Anu Anu is in every atom so God is present everywhere and you know Swami is bringing in this same idea of unity mm-hmm. through these two uh, ways One is, as you said, Vishwam and Swami later says how each one is a limb of that same God. Yes. And the other way, Swami is saying that every culture Mm -hmm. is based on actually spirituality and that spirituality is common. Correct. And again, the same concept of, you know, Swabhavam and Gunas, which you raised, Mm -hmm. Swami has told in Premahini, I think the same thing. Where the Swabhavam is spiritual in every religion, Mm -hmm. the way it manifests itself Depends on which part of the con- uh, world it is in. What are the conditions in which Correct. that religion was born. Mm. So essentially they are all spiritual. And that is why you have to see the unity which is hidden in all religions. And that's pretty much the theme of the discourse which was played in Mandir today also. Okay. You know, when Swami is talking about uh, Indian independence. Mm-hmm. Very beautifully Swami is quoting from history. And he said in every situation you can see that the true enemies for the Indian rulers... Hmm. were the Indians themselves. Lack of unity. The British came Hmm. and could find that one person who was the weak link in the kingdom and brought the kingdom down. Hmm. So I'm saying that lack of unity Hmm. as what has led to India being a slave to a Western power for so many years, Hmm. 200 years. Hmm. years. And then beautiful analogy of that seed where Swami says the two cotyledons are like one being uh, the spiritual another the secular. secular. Mm -hmm. That's another thing which Swami is again and again repeating if you look at the summer course where young students are, those who have enrolled for their BSCs and MSCs and all that, Swami is saying that it does not mean I'm telling you stop. Stop all that. This is not education. separate from that. Yeah. Realization and religion. Right. It goes on to that. Then I think he comes directly to this portion where um, we get the actual <laughs> meaning of who the Pandavas were. And he says, no, that, that link is very beautiful because he says, just as um, the Pandavas were part of his form, so is the Atman. So he says the body, the senses, the mind, all of them form a part of that form and the Atman is the soul. Right. So uh, just like he says, uh, uh, Yudhishthira is the head and even in the Vedas, in the Purusha Sukta, it's mentioned. If this, this whole caste system uh, that the uh, Indian culture, you know, people followed it in our uh, ancient uh, culture. It was actually more of uh, a convenience and it's not uh, strictly by birth. So just as you said, mentioned just now, these two are not separate. Right. I mean, your worldly life and your spiritual path is not separate. So was the caste system. Just because you're born a Brahmin, hmm. uh, it was, I think, more by virtue of... Uh, what you would like to do and um, that's how the caste system was but uh, later it got distorted into you know interesting that you raised that Purusha Suktam in the Purusha Suktam there is that head is the Brahmin and the shoulders Mm. are the Kshatriyas Mm. if you look at this the description which Krishna is saying Mm -hmm. Dharmaja is the head correct 
which means the one who discriminates mm-hmm. among the pandavas dharmajaya he represents the head mm-hmm. and arjuna the one who is skillful he is mm-hmm. the arms mm-hmm. each of the pandavas had their own powers each of them had their own strengths correct but when krishna says that i am the heart mm-hmm. though all these have different strengths and different roles to play in that human body mm-hmm. all are based on me all turn correct. to me for their sustenance and that is why mm-hmm. i am as close to them as you know where dridasha uh, is asking why are you close to them when you're not close to the kauravas mm-hmm. when both are the same actually stretching the analogy a little bit okay. but uh, i can't help recollect that episode when there was this drama where uh, krishna and the pandavas were a part of the drama okay. and um, how krishna came to the rescue of the pandavas way back mm-hmm. uh, we had a a much toned down version of that okay <laughs> in a different way let me just quickly go through this episode see what happened was we were there uh, swami was calling all the pandavas and krishna and um, the boys who were uh, acting one of the convocation dramas in i think uh, 99 okay so um, swami would uh, regularly ask uh, uh, you know tell the dialogues and this and that and then one one fine day swami called and asked uh, what about the costumes mm-hmm. what costumes are going to have <laughs> so um, they looked at each other there and some of the elders who were there swami very good costumes are available uh, in anantapur and swami said okay bring i want to see and um, <laughs> next day promptly they brought two trunk two trunks full of you know all the pandavas costume crowns and robes and this and that abbas swami said <laughs> he was <laughs> he was he made uh, you know it was it was so sweet actually when swami said this is all uh, for village dramas <laughs> this is not for this is not like not for my students <laughs> then um, he asked um, why you don't get better costumes then they said swami we get uh, then so try to get from bangalore so then um, there was a gap for 2 3 days of course the elders went and they found out after 2 3 days he called again what happened to the costumes they said swami we have found out but what where are they swami <laughs> what happened swami they are a bit expensive okay and um, it was expensive by the amount of money that was actually being spent for the drama so it was a you know a situation where they couldn't take a decision because swami had told them to go and so they were silent about it then swami asked oh it is expensive then very beautifully swami asked did you tell my name okay did you tell that swami is asking then uh, the warden was uh, you know dumbfounded like he said no swami we didn't use your name so he said go and tell tell that swami wants to see and next day that person <laughs> drove down from bangalore with all the <laughs> yeah he brought all the costumes he came all the way from bangalore and then uh, he was so happy he said this is a lifetime opportunity and this is how swami solved the drama uh, you know the dilemma in <laughs> today's world amazing that's a beautiful recollection and i think uh, that brings us to the end of this program as as much as it brought us to the end of this discourse but swami is ending this discourse by saying what is following in the discourses to come mm-hmm. swami is saying that i have spoken about the mind i have spoken about the senses about the body now i'm going to speak to you about the interrelationship between these That's true. the buddhi the mind the senses but dear listeners for that we'll have to wait for a week we'll join you again next week with the next episode of shravanam mananam nididhyasanam we offer this effort of ours at bhagwan's lotus feet jai sai ram You just heard an episode of our radio series Shravanam Mananam Nididhyasanam that is listen reflect and absorb This is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 p.m. by Radio Sai Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony Today's episode was first broadcast live on 15th August 2013 The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course 
in Indian Culture and Spirituality, 1990. The clips played today were a continuation from the discourse delivered on 23rd May, 1990. To listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time, same day, next week. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashanti Nilayam.